Welcome into the unofficials as we get a look at a deeper look, I should say, at what we do on Friday nights on Froggy 1049 with high school football covering Frankfort High, Franklin County, and Western Hills. Uh, tonight we are missing Chris Cole, who will be a normal voice for you to hear on this show. But we do have our other high school sports coverage guys in David Hecker and Trey Greenwell joining me. I'm JJB. And tonight we're just going to take a quick look at what's going on so far in this season. The unofficials means, ah, uh, yes, we like to question the calls, but most likely you know it's a little iffy whether we're right or not right 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 there's david hecker and trey greenwell good evening guys good Good evening evening. all right so we're recording this after two weeks of high school football here in the 2019 season and uh, we're recording this on wednesday september the 4th so to give you all if you hear it after the fact and you want to know why we're not talking about week three you'll get an idea why we plan to do this every other week so we'll be back again in two weeks to talk about things so let's get into the season Uh, we've had a mixed bag of nuts as far as it goes with what we've seen from our local team so far. We'll start with the Frankfurt High Panthers, who've come out as the one and one team so far this season. Trey, why don't you talk a little bit about how those two games have gone so far? Well, the Panthers opened their season with a loss at home to Lynn Camp 20-18, to but followed that up this last Saturday up at Bourbon County against Paris where they won 35-14, to and you and I were up there covering that game, and we suffered through a two-hour lightning delay that, that really got them going, but you know, in hindsight, and after thinking about it, that lightning delay really lit a fire under the Panthers. They came out a lot more focused and a lot more intent on getting their game plan done. So whatever Coach Foley and the coaching staff did during that two hours with their team, it really paid off. You did not see that out out of Paris at all. All right. Now, David, you got a chance to cover that Lynn Camp game in game one. What were some of your observations after that one? Lynn Camp came out pretty strong. Frankfurt uh, did a good job of moving the ball. They able to score eventually. I think in the, they didn't score until the second half. Wow. So I think they were down 18 to nothing in the first half. And they came back. I don't know what Coach Foley said to him in, in the locker room, but he got them fired up and they came back out ready to play in the second half. Did you see anything from the offensive side of the football that changed from one half to the next? Not that I recall. Um, Charlie Ells did a pretty good job. He was the quarterback. He was the quarterback. In that game. He was, you know, moving the ball, got him, got him going. You know, we talked. The one thing that kind of they were lacking offensively that could have been the difference, like I said, Reed McClavick yeah, at the soccer a, game. Yeah, having a kicking kicking game on that on that opening uh, night could end up being the difference in such a close football game. Yeah, well, and I think you know, like I said, Reed's usually pretty dependable for the PATs. Uh, they scored three times. Went for the two-point conversion three times and failed. So they lost 20 to 18. You tack on three more points, could have been 21-20. Even if he goes two out of three there, you've got to tie a football game. And it sounds like Frankfurt High had all the momentum offensively and were able to step up defensively as well after halftime. They did. They they really controlled the second half. And then, you know, the thing that really hurt them, uh, Lynn Camp, after, after Frankfurt High scored the third touchdown that second half, on the ensuing kickoff, Lynn Camp got a really big return, and then Frankfurt High just was not able to uh, to stop them with enough time on the clock. And so, so a big time adjustment for them there, but some positive signs out of that second half. And then I think what we saw some big adjustments from Coach Foley, who I've you know the time we've covered him, I've seen he's never been afraid to switch things up from week to week. And I think it, it's paid dividends a lot, and it definitely did on some of his approaches from week one to week two. Because going into that football game, Trey, we thought you know Paris looks really good on paper. Uh, they were ranked this year in Class A. Looked like they had a lot going for him. 
But Frankfurt High was very impressive last Saturday. Yeah, they were. And, and when we were out there watching warm-ups, you look at Paris and, and they have the the bigger size guys, um, you know, a lot of speed, which is usually something that Frankfurt High usually has too. Not a lot of size, but a lot of athleticism and a lot of speed. And you really kind of felt like on paper, and at least during the warm-ups, that Paris would be able to offset some of that speed with their own speed and then possibly have the edge when it comes to size. And they kind of showed that on their first drive of the first quarter. They were able to drive down the field with a lot of success and running the football up the middle. But something they did, which is over over our head of understanding, the coaching staff made some adjustments and Frankfurt High started to bottle up that run game of Paris. Yeah, it's almost like they completely went away from uh, the kid uh, Barber that was really pounding it through the tackles and occasionally breaking it outside. And, and that was so successful, as you mentioned, on that first drive. What Frankfurt High was able to do, though, was get that interception down in the red zone and stymie that drive. And, and you really think about it, that was the turning point of the game for the Panthers. And they were just able to take all of that momentum and push it forward, continue their offensive onslaught, got a few more stops on third down as the game progressed, some three and outs, and they bottled up that inside and were not letting Paris break it to the outside or break some big runs. Well, we saw Ellis start once again at the quarterback position, but one possession, and he came back to play a little quarterback later, but he wasn't the primary quarterback in game number two, which was one of those big adjustments we saw very blatantly from Coach Foley from week one to week two. Yeah, we saw Sam Davis come in there, the freshman, and, and really succeed. He he felt uh, he played with poise. He played just with confidence, and you could see it when when he would drop back to pass. He could feel the pressure, take that step or two to the left or the right. A lot of credit goes to the offensive line there, keeping the 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 Paris uh, def- defense off of Davis's back a lot so he had some time he was finding some open receivers uh, a lot of slant routes over the middle a couple of deep balls that were successful you know Sam Davis was very great when he came in and played and now uh, I noticed it looked like Ellis was still playing calling the plays at the line when they came out of the huddle Uh, but Davis able to throw that ball down the field. And interestingly, out of all of it, Ellis ends up being the player of the game in his new role, maybe one where they can take advantage of a lot of different things that Ellis can do where they couldn't necessarily do that when he was playing just quarterback. Well, I think I remember somebody saying that the plan all along was for Davis to take over that quarterback role, to have you know Ellis play like a you know various roles within the offense. Uh, Ellis is a really good athlete all around i mean his sec- football his, his basketball next, baseball yeah, his next gear speed in that football game on saturday when he got past that initial surge and turned it on to another gear was very impressive he is very quick all right so what did coach foley have to say after the football game uh, after those two football games so far about the season would you get his thoughts on it well coach foley said that so far it's already been the tale of two seasons uh, just after a couple games he, he said that they knew going into this year it was going to be a totally different team than they've had the last couple of se- uh, after the last couple of seasons they graduated a lot last year uh, they t- only returned i found this very interesting they returned 160 yards of total offense from last year's team well if you think about this run that the frankfurt i panthers had with the person over the last few years i mean it really is a reset this year yeah it really is and when you take away 
you know, what this team did from last season, uh, made a little playoff run, got knocked out, you know, by Beachwood there in the uh, third round, I believe, uh, David. And they only returned 160 total yards of offense. That's rushing and receiving. Uh, So they kind of went into this year with a game plan that they were really going to pound the ball with a little bit of play action. And I think that with Davis's – showing what he did Saturday I think that coach Foley is going to start making some of the some adjustments there uh he mentioned that they came into this season without having really a true quarterback uh you know that they were just going to have a couple of athletes and by that he meant you know Ellis and Davis kind of switching around and seeing which one fits better um but really, he said as, as summer ball went on, as seven-on-seven seven went on, he could he f- saw that his team was able to pass. He saw the athleticism from both Davis and Ellis and the ability to get the ball down the field, and that was a big jump for them um, when they were able to figure that out over the summer. Um, and then – he, he didn't – what he was worried about going into this season was other teams stacking the box. And I f- feel like now they – teams can't put eight in the box anymore against this team. We it, saw enough of the ability to stretch the field by throwing it down the down the field and, and getting open on those vertical routes as well. Yeah, and, and you've got more out there. You've got Cleveland, both of those guys on the outside, um, able to stretch the field. And if you're leaving those guys in one-on-one situations – they're going to beat you, you know, a few times. They can athletically go up and get it, or they can beat them down the field as well with their speed. We saw Moore go up and get a jump ball that, you know, really was tight face-to-face defense. And we saw Moore get an extra step on somebody. Uh, or, I mean, Cleveland get an extra step on somebody on a slant route, picked up a few extra yards there. So this team's got a lot of athleticism, and I think that they're not really in for the true rebuilding year that a lot of people thought they would be going into this season. Well, what games do they have coming up as far as home and away in case folks want to get out and catch a game of theirs? Well, the Panthers will be at home this Friday night where they'll be hosting Fairdale, and then they go on the road for two, and then they'll be back home on October the 4th against Shawnee. Now, they're kind of still home in some regards on one of those because it's at Western Hills on September the 20th. That's true. They'll be at Western Hills on September the 20th. All right. Thank you, Trey, for a little recap of Frankfurt High. David Hecker, the voice of the Franklin County Flyers, now going to kick in. <laughs> and yeah, I do want to add one more thing on sure. the, the trades for the Frankfurt High and, and the plug. I don't know if It'll make it out there in time, but something that I think is very special for Frankfort High, this is their homecoming week, Yes, and they will have their parade in downtown Frankfort once again for the, I don't know how many, you know, how many years they've been doing that, I, I, as long as I can remember. It's, well, and it's that will special. be on Friday, correct? It'll be on Friday afternoon. I think it, I think they shut down the streets at 1130, 12, somewhere around in there, I think. And uh, we'll be, you'll be able to have a beautiful weather for that, so it's not going to be an issue, which, yes. is, which is great. All right, the Flyers have started off uh, strong here in these first two weeks, looking like they've built on last season already uh, with those two victories so far, David. They have, you know, so they started off at East Jessman in the VisitJessman.com Bowl, uh, come away with a 35-28 win against a very, you know, scrappy East Jessman team, I think, you know, they have some classic – they've had some classic duels over the years, East Jessamine and Franklin County. <laughs> they have. I remember some games where they've just traded scores back and forth. And that's what it really was looking like. I mean, it was kind of like a shootout the whole time. You know, Frankfort, Franklin County would score, East Jessamine right back on them. Uh, kind of went back and forth. Um, 
guy with the one of the uh, plays of the game, Philip Pfeiffer. Uh, I think the I'm trying to remember who blocked the punt, but East Jessamine was uh, punting the ball, got blocked. I want to say maybe by Lester, but uh, uh, Philip Pfeiffer able to scoop that ball up and run it in for a touchdown. Uh, just a uh, pretty good athlete, and he's he's brand new playing football. That's the major thing, and I'll I'll talk about him a little bit later. Uh, the coach's comments, but uh, yeah, that's so interesting. They, I did not realize he was new to football. He's new to football. He's and already contributing big time. And he's uh, playing. He also plays varsity soccer for Franklin. So kind of like uh, like McClavick for Frankfurt High, but more of a uh, position player. Plays uh, offense and defense for him. Okay, now we've got Broyles back again this year at the quarterback position, and we, we saw a lot of him last year, and he did some good things last year, but it looks like he's much more comfortable in this early going here. He, he is. You know, he's got an, you know another year of experience under his belt. Uh, I think he's kind of ready to take this offense to the next level. And, you know, one of the things I talked with Coach James about was just how many offensive weapons they have. And you saw a lot of that, you know, when they were – played western hills and they came away with a 55 to 6 win uh in week two against western hills at home you know i just don't know he coach james said that this is the first time he can remember that it seems like every kid that touches the ball for him has the ability to score and that's one thing that he has not had in a long time. Well, it looks like they've just got so much balance going this year, which I can remember covering the last couple of years. It was kind of get the ball to a couple of players where there's a lot more confidence. You can't key in on those certain players anymore. Yeah, not at all. I was back at the studio for that game Friday night that David and Chris were doing, and I was very surprised at how much Broyles was spreading the ball around and getting so many different players involved both in the running game and through the passing game but at Broyles getting that extra season you mentioned it David was really big for him well he was he was all district last year and you know coach James said anytime you can get an all district quarterback <laughs> back for another year you know you're you're looking pretty good starting off so I, I think they are very happy with uh you know how they've started out so far uh you know the passing stats really stand out when you look over what they've accomplished so far he's already put up 519 passing yards and his touchdown to interception five to one i mean he's he's really starting on the right track here and just two games into the season and, and if you look at the receiving stats they're kind of spread out he is and you know they, they had one uh I, I can't remember who the receiver was and but uh, it was kind of funny because it was only like an eight yard pass, but it went for an eighty one yard touchdown. So you know, yeah, he he ran it seventy three yards after the catch. So Appreciate that, pads, right? You do as a quarterback. That pads your stats there. Yeah, quite was a bit. that the Pfeiffer catch? I, I want to uh, say. No, I don't. I don't think it was Pfeiffer. I want to say Cameron Phelps, but okay. I, could, I could be okay. wrong on that. I'd have to go back and look. By the way, you're listening to the unofficials here, and we've got Trey Greenwell and David Hecker in here talking. High school football. I'm JJB, producer and host of the Unofficials. Uh, so, David, continuing on, some other thoughts about Franklin County so far this season. So, you know, one of the other things that that I talked to him about after that game at East Jessman, one of the things that I'm not going to say that they were displeased, but one of the things that they could really work on was their defense. And so, I asked him, you know, what what do they have to do to to uh, get better on their defensive side? And he just said the main thing was getting the guys the reps. He's got a starting freshman and a sophomore at outside linebacker. Uh, 
He's starting Philip Pfeiffer on the D line, and he's again, as we mentioned, never played football before, and he's got one senior at linebacker, so he's really young. You, know, you don't think about them. You know, they lost some guys, but you know, when you look over their their roster, they are still a fairly young team. It's going to be scary if they keep everybody. You know, that that's going to be eligible. All those juniors and sophomores, they come back next year. It's really going to be something. It really feels like Franklin County's building back up again. Uh, this season feels like it could be a special one. Still early, but they've got to put in the work and in, in, in to get that done. It's still early. And you've got to fill out these new district alignments as well and how that's going to impact all our teams we cover. Yeah, and, you know, they're at Collins next week. I was looking at some of the Collins stats. Of course, that game will be on. Yep. Both the 104.9 and 101.7. Yep, that's our game of the week this game week. Game of the week. So Franklin County travels up to Collins. Collins, when I looked at the stats, and I think they are 0-2 so far, they are, are very heavy on the pass. I think they had – I don't have the stats right in front they, of me. But they typically are. They run their spread offense, yeah. and they look for the quarterback is an important part of that. Of course, you got to have strong line play to accomplish that as well. Yeah, I think uh, Coach James said that they, they – through their film that they were looking at, they had them down as about 80-20 on the pass-to-run ratio. He said, now, one thing you have to watch out with Collins, though, is that they they really like to pick when they run, and they can hurt you. So when they do run, they run at opportune times and, you know, kind of catch you napping a little bit. That's so he said true. they were going to have to watch that. Um and Collins is a, is better than the record indicates at zero and two. Yeah, they yeah. lost a close game uh, against Shelby County this past Friday. And and you know Shelby County and Franklin County also very familiar with each other with districts the last few years. So yeah, uh, you know Shelby County looks looks pretty good too. And we'll find out about them later on when Shelby County and Franklin County uh, meet once again. So we'll see. Yeah, Collins was in the district last year. They moved up a class. They did. They and moved Shelby out of the County's district. still there. Yeah, Shelby County's still there. They've got also. Uh, Central High School, Wagner, North Oldham in the district as well with with Franklin County. You know, he said, and I'll go back and mention real quick that Central High School was the 3A champion last year. So they moved up a class, but they are the you know reigning 3A champion from last year. And, you know, Coach James was, um, you know, he said, you know, to be the best, you know, you got to play the best. So he's. He's really looking at that central game to see what they're made of. Absolutely. We're looking forward to the game on Friday between those two, our next game. By the that way, if you want to want to see our season schedule, you can check that out at froggykycountry.com. Uh, you can check that out under our high school sports tab. All right, David, any final thoughts about Franklin County at this point? Just, you know, I'm I'm really looking. I know the Collins game is coming up, but the one that, that I think is really going to be a good test is the next week when they play Anderson County, I think that's at home. That's going to be, in my opinion, a good test for them midseason to see where they are. Always a fun game between Always Anderson a fun and Franklin County. That should County. be a good one. Yeah, I mean, it really is. All right, so let's move on to Western Hills, who started off this season at 0-2. And you talking about a big transition time. And we all knew it was going to be this way last year. And and because there's so much, they've lost so much the last couple of years off their team, including the one, Wandell Robinson, that everybody's been the talk. He's been the talk of the state, what, for the last two years prior anyway, including winning Mr. Football. So uh, he's on the Nebraska now and starting for them. And now... Uh, Western Hills moves on to the next chapter. And and real quick on Wandell, had a really nice uh, Saturday game for Nebraska. I think he had 
over 130 some yard all purpose yards. But they looked like they were really trying to incorporate him into their offense. As so. a true freshman. As a true yeah. freshman. So Yeah, got a couple of rushes. Uh, I think he caught a, a one or two passes and then returned kicks. Yeah. Well, you're listening to the unofficials on our podcast here at froggykycountry.com. And we'll be into more on how you can find out where you can find the show at. If you're just tuning in, you probably found us already. So we'll, we won't worry about that so much. But let's talk about these Western Hills Wolverines in their first two games. They lost that first one. Uh, Taylor County was the opponent at Campbellsville, 37 to 8. And then the tough loss, of course, anytime you play a rivalry team. And this last year, it was super close. And probably Hills would have had much more of an advantage if the weather hadn't been a factor with Wandell Robinson in a close game. This year, it's completely the other way 55 to 6. They lose uh, on Friday night. Now, David, you've got an opportunity you know, to cover that game. And Trey, you produced it. Uh, what were each of your thoughts about? What you feel like about Hills so far? We'll start with you, David. Well, I was just going to say that, you know, Hills, one thing, they're down in numbers. They've got a lot of young kids. And so that was a really hard game when you're going against a talented Franklin County team who's who's got a lot of playmakers on both sides of the ball. And, you know, Western Hills came out and had a couple of early chances. They Right off the bat, they did a little onside kick and almost came away with it. You know, had that happened, that would have been a big... I think that's a good call from Coach Miller there, too, to trying to see some early momentum and oh, with yeah, a play absolutely. like that. And, and it was close, unfortunately, for them. It just didn't work out that way. And, you know, they, they had a you know few other chances. Uh, like I said, we mentioned they had an interception uh, down on the goal line to stop the Franklin County uh, push down the field, but then proceeded to turn the ball right back over, and then Franklin County eventually scores their first touchdown, so... All right, well, let's take it. Since you brought it up, David, I'm going to actually take a look at Coach Miller's thoughts. Uh, so far, Chris Cole, who's normally going to fill the role of Western Hills, the play-by-play voice for the Wolverines on Froggy, uh, he actually talked to Coach Miller last night about a few things. Uh, he, he, asked, he asked what his take was so far on the season. It mirrored what David said. You know, we've got a lot of youth, we're inexperienced, and we don't have a lot of depth. You know, the first three games are extremely tough for the Wolverines, so that, that's always hard with a young team to have those three tough challenges hit you right in the face right off the bat. Uh, he says he actually has more ranked teams on the schedule this season than he ever has had at Hills. And that's interesting, right? Because you felt like they came out of that district they've been in with Boyle County and Lexington Catholic. That would be an advantage. Well, that was a top-heavy district situation, but the balance of the schedule this year has more ranked opponents. He also said, uh, Chris asked him, how do you get players mentally prepared after tough losses uh, to a cross-town rivalry and starting 0-2? He said, actually, last night was the best practice of the season. He said his goal is to try to get the ball rolling uh, towards districts, and last night was kind of that first step you know, in getting over some adversity and building towards the next step, which is encouraging to hear. And then uh, Chris asked him, at the end of the season, when you look back, uh, what, do you, what do you hope happened? He said, I hope we're competitive and healthy. And I imagine that in order to be competitive with the numbers, they're going to have to stay healthy. So those two kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, their numbers were pretty low. And, you know, that, that's the big thing is trying to stay healthy. You want to get through these early games and then to where you can compete 
in district where it really matters. You know, they've had a run of a couple of really good seasons for the Wolverines, and now they're in the rebuild mode. They are. So they got to build back up again. They've got a lot of youth on their team. And Frankfurt High is kind of going through that right now as well. Uh, the thing about Western Hills, they they have that difficult, challenging schedule. So you're looking for small victories, right, guys? I mean, isn't that kind of how you have to fight through those type of things? Oh, yeah. And I think one thing I wanted to harp on from uh, Chris and Coach's comments was that they had their best practice of the season after a 50-plus point loss to their crosstown rivals. So, you know, that shows me that these kids have, have really bought in. They haven't gotten discouraged. They haven't allowed that negativity to come into their circle. Instead, they're now focused on the next week, the rest of the season, and move on past this, and let's see how well we can do together. Yeah, I think that short-term memory has to really come into play and just forget it. It's in the past and move on and get ready for next week. When you go through difficult losses, sometimes it can be that just you want to do better. You know, you want to improve, and that's the, that's the situation there. You want to you want to be better. And they clearly came out of that going, you know what? We're better than this. We can improve. Let's get to work and let's let's, let's see what we can accomplish this season. Uh, coming up on their schedule, they actually have to go on the road to Garrett County, that third tough game in a row coach talked about. Uh, you know, But if they can get some positivity going, some small victories on Friday showing improvement from the first two weeks, I think that that'll go a long way. And then after that, here's where I think will be our gauge of where they're at. They're going to take on Paris at home. Now, we got to see Paris take on Frankfurt High. We saw that Paris can be a good football team, but we'll see where that's how we'll know. Because Paris has some size, they have some quickness and strength. They don't have big depth numbers either. So how does Hills compare to a team like that? That'll be, to me, more of a barometer where they're at than these first three games have been. Yeah, and as long as they don't get beat up too bad next week against Garrett County, that goes into that health that, that Coach Miller was talking about. Uh, they should be able, you know, to kind of keep up with Paris. You know, Western Hills does have a little bit of size also to match up there. It's all going to be about the front seven on both sides of the ball in that game. You've got Jason Rogers as the quarterback this year, uh, stepping into that role uh, as a first time for varsity. So you've got a brand new starter there. And then I found interesting just looking at the stats, obviously not in the ideal situation because they were one-sided efforts that the coach has been trying some different guys out at running back. Uh, the rushing stats are pretty balanced so far. Yeah, I think they're just trying to, you know, find what works and, you know, who, who can make some big plays. Yeah, you've got Britt, Galloway, Engler, and Rogers all right there together uh, with the same amount of rushing yards and just about the same attempts, except for Galloway. He has limited attempts, but he's actually uh, done pretty well in his limited uh, attempts at getting those rushing yards. So uh, we'll see how that all plays out for the Wolverines. I think, I think a big thing will be for them is the defensive side of the football to get things kind of settled there but they need their offense to get them off the field a little bit more tell more sustained drives in order to give them the opportunity uh, to succeed on both sides of the football time of possession and that wearing down and tiring you know people don't think about that even though you have players playing both ways when you have to constantly play defense it just seems to exhaust them you're constantly in 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 the uh in the mode of fighting back all the time yeah and one thing that would really help the wolverines with that is ball control and not having turnovers as it was is the case against Franklin County the other night. Yeah, that could go a long way to to that could be your steps, right? You start cleaning up the penalties, you start cleaning up the turnovers and you play solid football. Well, maybe you can start to make some steps in the right direction. 
Yeah, you're getting to, you know, they're three games in now, or getting this will be the third game in. So it's time, like I said, to clean up the little penalties, the little, you know, uh, false starts and yeah. offsides and, and some of the mental errors. You know, being a young team, it takes a few weeks to get your feet under you, and it's a matter how you respond to those things to look to improve. I'm sure going to the game film, they could pick out some things they could work on as well. Let's talk about our upcoming schedule of coverage on Froggy overall for all the teams. As we mentioned earlier in the broadcast here on the unofficials, Franklin County is going to Collins High this Friday night. We'll have that game for you on both Froggy 1049 and 1017. And then we mentioned just a minute ago the Western Hills Paris game, how that's a real barometer for where Hills is at. We'll have that game for you. Chris and David will bring that to you on the 13th of September. And then on the 20th, we'll have Western Hills again in that rivalry game, another barometer game. So those two weeks in a row are going to be a lot for the Wolverines, I think as they take on Crosstown rival Frankfurt High. And like Trey said, if they can get by Garrett County with, you know, relatively intact, however that might be, winning or losing or whatever, then come back and you've got Paris and Frankfurt, you're in the comfort of your own home, I think it'll be, you know, pretty good for them to, uh, to get to those weeks. Yeah, and it'll be, it'll be a good barometer to see where Frankfurt High is. You know, with that game against Western Hills, too, with Western Hills being down a little bit in numbers this year, you know, we'll see how we, we both, we all know Frankfurt High's dressing 30 kids, maybe, and, and they're playing a lot of both sides of the football. We'll see where they are, too, and hopefully they can ride this Paris win on up through and into district play as, as their district play starts really in October. So that's the story with the three teams so far. Franklin County, Frankfurt High, and Western Hills. Uh, we'll continue to cover all three, as we just mentioned, on Froggy. And we'll be back with another episode of The Unofficials in two weeks. And we'll see if our measuring sticks of what we had to report now have changed or if the storylines are staying the same for our three local teams. Our guys that cover the games are the ones you hear on The Unofficials. Chris Cole, Trey Greenwell, David Hecker, and I step in from time to time as well. We appreciate the supports of high school sports on Froggy and supporting the kids every opportunity you get. Uh, and we always want to make sure we say thanks for that because that's what, in the end, it's all about, the growth of these kids uh, on and off the football field. The opportunity to not only cover them, uh, but dance team, band, cheerleaders, and all the folks that go under Friday Night Lights. And then, you know, Trey, David, both been very involved in the community uh, with other sports as well. David works with the soccer teams a lot too. Volleyball, uh, just about anywhere. We want to play. We want to mention them real quick too. A great supporter of the high school kids, and you're a part of that as well, David. Well, thank you. All right. So, guys, final thoughts before we say goodbye for this week. Thanks for uh, sticking in here for the first episodes of The Unofficials. I enjoyed it. Good. I did, too. And Enjoy it. Leave us a review. Five-star review. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. And we'll join you again in a couple weeks right back here with The Unofficials. And join us on Friday nights for high school football on Froggy KY Country. Have a good one.